Let's head back to the Feast Box broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. And from here at the Feast Box broadcast booth, we are looking east, but coming from the west is a whole mess of bad weather. Mitchell Jurgens down on the field and in the Zions Bank end zone. We talked about the wind whipping up, got a little dusty. Well, now it's getting a little stormy. How's it going? Yeah, the storm hasn't hit us quite yet. I think it's coming probably in the next 15 minutes. But, uh, I mean, the, the conditions have completely changed. Uh, the wind is, uh, I mean, you've mentioned it, but it's been howling here on the field. It's going to make it pretty difficult in the passing game, which was pretty remarkable about Keaton Slovis' last drive. He was accurate. Um, he, he seemed to, to judge the balls pretty uh, pretty accurately with, uh, uh, with you know, despite the, the whipping winds. Um, it'll be a little bit more of a challenge because as they come back, he will be throwing into the wind now. Uh, but uh, it's uh, it, the conditions have definitely changed, and it's going to make it a little bit more difficult than it has been in the first three quarters. Thanks, Mitch. Mitchell Jurgens in the Zions Bank end zone for 150 years of helping you succeed. Zions Bank is for you. I went out back to look west, and, yeah, there's, there's dark clouds and there's rain. Hoping the lightning stays away, but it's a thunderstorm moving into Utah County and might cross our path here at some point in the fourth quarter where it's 84 degrees right now, but the conditions have gone from sunny at kickoff to now blustery entering the fourth quarter after three, BYU 34, and Southern Utah 10 is our score. BYU outgaining the T-Birds now 363 to 262 with 309 of BYU's yards coming through the air. So it's a big passing day today. Only 54 rushing yards. Maybe BYU runs more by necessity with the wind involved and trying to keep a lead here in the fourth quarter. We'll see if they can punch that number past 100, but 54 on the ground to this point. But Keaton Slovis has thrown it 31 times, completed 21 for 309 and three scores. That wind is kicking up, but it's not stiff enough to blow out the fires on those fire knife throwers. Yeah, Dave, they were exceptional during the third, fourth quarter break. <laughs> Throwing those knives up in the air with wind blowing like that or, that are lit on fire? You guys are crazy, man. Not everyone gets that. We get that at BYU. We come back in Southern Utah, first and 10 from its own 36-yard line. And a wrap-up tackle of Braden Whistler on the handoff. Whistler just had his ninth carry for 20 yards, so not a lot happening on the ground for the T-Birds. They've been limited to 67 on the ground, now 68. Nice to see Caden Haas get in on that tackle. Caden Haas sneaks in off just the backside, too, and he's able to pick up that running back, get on his legs, and bring him down. You always know Caden Haas is in there when you see two sequoia-like tree stump <laughs> legs. <laughs> He is tough to move. That's a big kid in the middle. Second and eight from the 38. They gave him two. Jet sweep give to Isaiah Wooden. Wooden had to turn it up field shy of the numbers and maybe not even a yard of gain on the play. So BYU leading into the fourth quarter. And the Cougs in the Kalani Sitake era when leading after three are 51 and five. They rarely give up a fourth quarter lead. They have one here today. The score is 34 to 10 against the FCS foe Southern Utah. Here's the third down for Southern Utah. Three or third and eight. And they are three for three in the second half on third down conversions. Third and eight from their own 38. Ball near hash. They go right to left here in the fourth as we see it and you hear it. Miller. 
Three-step drop, climbs the pocket, takes off to the right, has room to run. Flags fly as he dives for the marker. May have just gotten to it. It wasn't a flag after all. That was debris in the air. It's blowing around the stadium. And I think he moved the sticks. He needed eight and got them all. So look at Southern Utah. Two third-down conversions the entire first half. Four for four in the second half. I saw the same thing you saw, and I'm like, did they change their flags to white flags or, or light tan? Oh, my gosh. There's just stuff whipping all around. It's a maelstrom of debris right it now it's at Lavelle uh, Stadium. Yeah. A dust devil, right? And that's, see, that's the wrapper I saw. See the yellow wrapper? Yeah. That's what I saw. There's yeah. a yellow wrapper flying through the air. Oh, that's off a burger. I bet it still has some cheese. <laughs> Shotgun for Miller, first and ten. we got some football to call. A boot to the left, a lob down the near boundary, and not able to find it and haul it in. Zach Mitchell will fall incomplete. It'll go second and ten. T-Birds at their own 46-yard line with 12.40 to play. The flags at the top of each end zone, are at least the north end zone, are just straight out whipping right now. It's almost like they're blowing from down to straight up. Like it's blowing up. There's this lift in the stadium that's picking up all kinds of debris. You've been calling games in here for 30-plus years. What? Have you ever seen anything like this come through here? A trash cyclone? No. <laughs> I really haven't. It's not a shark NATO. It's a trash NATO. 12.40 to play in the fourth. We've got the T-Birds second and 10 at their own 46. 34-10 is our score. They're going to bring Wooden in for short motion from the wide left. The handoff middle. Whistler's has not had a lot to go to today, has he? He's just stacked up. Max Tooley wraps up and tackles for a loss of one. The third down and 11 coming up. That's what I love about edges getting shut down is it forces you back inside. The only time I've seen Southern Utah get off the edge in a run game is when they brought in their backup quarterback, Grady Robinson. And Grady Robinson goes off the, the right edge, and it felt like that edge clap. Other than that, they've held the edge, which has forced them back inside, and that's letting guys like like John Nelson and Caden Haas do work. Southern Utah third and 11 at its own 45-yard line. They've been good at third downs here in the second half. Belt high snap to Miller. Sets his back foot, hit as he throws, and it'll be shy of the intended target into quadruple coverage looking for Zach Mitchell. DBs converge, no flags on the play, and Southern Utah will punt it away with 11.49 to go here in Provo. 34-10, BYU leads with 60,834 in the stands on a now blustery Saturday afternoon. That was the same route they went for on that third down that they completed to Miller. That you kind of throw your hands up and think, how did to they? Mitchell, to Zach to, Mitchell. To Mitchell. Yeah. Like, how did they complete that? This time, they put A.J. Vompachon on him on a man situation. A.J. was trailing him and just didn't give him the window to catch it. With the wind doing what it was doing, that's a heck of a punt. And it'll be bounced and downed at the five-yard line. Give BYU the six on that. Looking at the flags from the north, that could have been into his face, I'd say, on the wind, but did a good job to get it away and get some distance. A Southern Utah player down in the aftermath. But it'll set BYU up first and 10 from its own six-yard line with a timeout on the field. We'll take this break with 11.39 to play in the fourth quarter. BYU 34 and Southern Utah 10 is our score on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU in the Big 12 plays here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Last week, BYU defeated Sam Houston 14-0 after the game. Hans and I ended up at Bam Bam's along with Mitch at about 2.30 in the morning because sometimes Cam will let us sneak in late after a win. That was a fun night. 
We're glad to have Bam Bams as a sponsor of BYU football, Hans. Wonder if he was bugged when we didn't leave until 5.30 in the morning. <laughs> Bam Bams Barbecue, perfectly smoking each cut of meat just for you. Come in and enjoy the Central Texas Barbecue right here in Provo. Bam Bams Barbecue, authentic to the bone. You agree? <laughs> I actually ate a bone because <laughs> that's good, too. Keaton Slovis in the gun. Hands off to Dion Smith trying to feel his way back to the line of scrimmage and doesn't quite get there on the first and ten from the six. He's only to the five. So Cougs lose a yard, and I know OCs don't love the second and 11s inside your own ten, but that's what BYU's got from the five-yard line here. BYU 34, Southern Utah 10. All set near hash as BYU goes left to right from our vantage point here in quarter number four. BYU in the all-navies and Southern Utah in the all-whites with red numbers. Dion Smith is the tailback. The hand clap from Slovis. He'll give to Dion. Dion will accelerate, but not until he's dropped back to the goal line and got back to the one. And so he ran backwards to go forward for only a yard shy of the goal line. A loss of four on the play, and a flag flew. The Cougs can only hope this is against the other side. Otherwise, you're going to be looking at half the distance or a third down from your own one. Either way, it's not going to be good news. Looking like holding against BYU here. If they decline it, you're looking at third down and long from your one. Number 76, offense. The penalty is declined. It's third down. Yeah, third down and long from the one-yard line. It's going to be a third down and 15 from the one. Southern Utah had a third, and I think it was 11 from their own one, and got out of it. BYU now challenged with the same task here. That was Samuel Seosi that pushed off that right side of the BYU offensive line and got Caleb Etienne to hold him. Roberts and Hill wide to the left. Roberts will motion, and they'll play it middle and give to Dion. Dion gets second level, but not a lot beyond the five, six-yard line. So maybe five yards on the play. And BYU just had a kind of a ugh, series, and they'll be punting it away on a fourth down from their own six-yard line. Well, you and I are going to have a post-game conversation on the running back distribution and kind of the shifting carries that we've seen over the last two games. Deion Smith out there picking up some extra carries. L.J. Martin taking the bulk of the game. Aiden Robbins with only three carries and only producing six yards in those three carries. So it feels different. Okay, if the wind is truly at Rico's back, and it is swirling, but this could be another trademark Rico rocket. He's in the back of his end zone. Gets it away, and no, that's a wobbler off the side of the foot. And may have hit a BYU player. It did. Now it has a Utah player. The ball is loose, and the Cougs can't advance this. It wasn't muff, but BYU's going to catch a break and get the ball out of all this. That punt hit a BYU player, then a Southern Utah player, and was recovered by the Cougars. And who else does it but Marcus McKenzie on the play? And the Cougs will get the football after all of that. We thought it was going to be a boomer maybe with the win, not the case. Moving on the field, and the kick was touched by the receiving team and recovered by the kicking team. First down, BYU. And so after all of that, it's BYU football, and Marcus McKenzie makes the play. The punt was kind of weird. I think caught the coverage team off guard by where it landed, and then it was banging off of bodies, and the Cougars end up getting bailed out of that rough drive on a first and 10 at the Southern Utah 39-yard line. Marcus McKenzie so fast down the field on that punt, the punt lands behind him. It hit behind him and then bounced past him, and he saw it touch the SUU player, and he's able to scoop that thing up. He's fast, and he is a special teams warrior. Let's see if the Cougs can take advantage of that stroke of good fortune. Aiden Robbins back in the game. 
He's left flat as Klislovis steps up, throws on the run. He's got a man at the goal line. He's got a touchdown to Chase Roberts. Roberts got free. Slovis finds him, and it's rise and shout for six more. The Cougars make it 40-10 to 10 with the PAT pending. Cuban Slovis starting to make a real statement in this game. He's able to find a soft pocket. You see the defense kind of opens wide up in the middle of the field. He slips into it. He might be two feet behind the line of scrimmage. That's about it. And he launches this thing, sees the receiver late, launches it instead of runs it, makes the right decision and gets to the touchdown. Chase Roberts' fourth career touchdown. For Keaton Slovis, four touchdown throws on the day to go with a rushing score. And the Cougars score six more. Low snap, good placement by Rico, kicked by Farron is up and good. And BYU... Expands the lead. 41 to 10 with 9.39 to play in the fourth quarter. So, off the punt, which followed a drive that really went nowhere for BYU. A couple of deflections lay the ball loose for the Cougs. Marcus McKenzie scoops up, and soon thereafter, the Cougars are back in the end zone. Slovis to Roberts for the score, and we're taking a break on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's another $250 donation to the American Red Cross, courtesy of Mountain America Credit Union. BYU 41, Southern Utah 10. Brings us to another pigskin scoring summary presented by your Utah Pork Producers, Daly's Bacon, and the National Pork Board. Utah Pork Producers provide hundreds of jobs in Utah while producing safe and nutritious pork. Real pork raised by real Utah farmers for real Cougar fans like you. For more information, follow Utah Pork Producers Association on Facebook and Instagram. Well, it was a one-play drive. 39 yards, all 39 coming on a Keaton Slovis to Chase Roberts pass. It took nine seconds off the clock. The kick by Will Farron is good. And BYU leads it by 31 now, 41 to 10. BYU scored in every quarter. Six in the first, 21 in the second, seven in the third, seven in the fourth. BYU under Kalani Sitake, 27 and two. That's a 91%, make it a 93% win rate when they score in every quarter. They've done that today. And the Cougs have won their last 16 games when they just score in every quarter. You know what I loved about that touchdown? I love quarterbacks that keep their eyes down the field. He had a wide open view. He could have ran that easily for 10 yards, but keeps his eye down the field, finds a receiver late, and throws for the touchdown. I love quarterbacks that keep eyes down the field. And Sometimes you get quarterbacks that lock in. They're a little too selfish, and they want to try to go get those yards with their feet, and then they take a hit, maybe fumble. Instead, he keeps his eye down the field and Adds another touchdown to his, his numbers. Just climbs up and finds Chase Roberts getting free. We just had a Will Ferrin kickoff go through the end zone for a touchback. So it's Southern Utah first and 10 from its own 25-yard line. 9.39 to play. BYU's about to go 2-0 for a fourth straight season for the first time in BYU football history. BYU's never been 2-0 in four straight years. Can you believe that? That is great news for Kalani. Justin Miller in the gun. Throws back receiver screen to the right side. And BYU had that thing totally covered. Caleb Christensen with the tackle. As soon as the receiver makes the catch, he's dropped for a loss on the play on the screen to the right. This is what I wanted to see. Nine minutes left in the fourth quarter. And you're going to get to see some names that you haven't heard as much from. So you see Caleb Christensen, who might have to play a bigger role down the line with some corner depth. He fights off the block. Yep. It's the tackle. Hot through really it. Nice play. Loss of a yard, second and 11 from the Southern Utah 24-yard line. Chaz Ayu has entered the game. We see more reserves. We see more Ibamba at corner now for BYU. The game's in hand. We see Preston Rex out there at safety. So now Jay Hill explores his depth. 
Grady Robinson is the quarterback, and he'll hand off to Landon Freeman, and Freeman is not a free man. He is wrapped up after a gain of only a couple running at left. It'll be third down and long for Southern Utah. Those yards are costing him. I don't know how many puns we can throw out there. But <laughs> <laughs> Using the word free, I don't know. You got the free man. I, I, I say it costs him a little bit. Uh, got off the edge a little bit more than I'd like to see. Hold that edge a little bit tighter. But these are some of the young guys that are out there trying to figure it out. Linebackers jetted into those gaps early on that play. Red read the run and that just kind of spilled to the outside for more than it should. Southern Utah 6 of 13 on third downs. Whole bunch of new defenders including the Uletau Sellison, the Weber State transfer in on the edge. Miller pocket holds. He throws low but it's caught by Mitchell. They're going to move the stick. Zach Mitchell another third down catch. Third and eight and Southern Utah keeps the offense on the field. That throw was low to Mitchell but he reached down and pulled it up for the completion and Southern Utah on third and eight is four for four today. And look who's making the tackle 20 yards down the field. It's the Mangler. Blake Mangleson chasing it down from the line of scrimmage. He's a a hustle guy, isn't he? Sellison and Mangleson are the edges right now. John Nelson. And I think that's Joshua Singh playing inside as the tackles. It is. Miller and Gunn, first down and 10 from the 46-yard line of Southern Utah. Play action. Pressure gets in, and he has to dump it low, incomplete. He had to throw under duress as the pressure came from, among others, Harrison Taggart. And Taggart, the linebacker transfer from Oregon, is part of a backer group that includes Chaz Ayu right now. They were in nickel. They're going to bring a third backer in, and that's Moa. So Moa enters the game. And that is Isaiah. I make it uh, see me. Beg your pardon. That's Isaiah. Not it's Isaiah's brother in the game at backer. Handoff on a second and ten, middle to Whistler, and he'll get three. Just want to back up a second. We all know Ice or Isaiah Moa. He's not the only Moa on this roster. Well, his brother Sione comes from Utah State, played some years up there, obviously coming from Ben Moa and Christina Moa, a beautiful family, and they've got really athletic kids. And it's fun to see those brothers be out here in the BYU blue. Christina's brother is Carlos Nuno, Mm. former BYU tight end. Rain now starts to fall on a third and seven from midfield. And a timeout called by Southern, Southern Utah. Utah takes their second charge timeout of the half. 30 seconds in late. So a lot of family timeout ties there for the Moas. Yep. And it's fun to see those guys out here getting the reps. I expect by the end of the year to see those guys playing even more of a role for this BYU defense. Because we've talked about this, Greg, the importance of BYU's depth. As they roll through Arkansas and Kansas and get going, that depth has to continue to improve. And on that note, we'll take a timeout. We've got 6.36 to play in the fourth quarter. BYU 41, Southern Utah 10. The T-Birds facing a third and seven when we come back after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's pause 10 seconds for stations to identify themselves on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 
This is BYU Radio on KBYU-FM HD2 Provo. You're listening to BYU Football on BYU Radio. Today's game brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen helping Utah families for over 30 years. Learn more at SiegfriedandJensen.com. BYU under Kalani Sitake, 31-8 when they win the turnover battle. 49 and 16 when they're even or plus in the battle. So they do very, very well when they just don't lose the turnover margin situation, and they've not done so today. They've won it currently by a margin of 2 to 1. BYU's taken it away twice and given it away once. 6.36 to play in the fourth quarter. BYU leading at 41 to 10 over Southern Utah. And Neil Diamond serenading the fans that are left here in the stadium. It's really a nice scene. Southern Utah. Midfield facing a third and seven. Triple receiver cluster, diamond uh, triangle cluster to the left. And they'll fake the back receiver screen to the left and find Zach Mitchell wide open downfield at the 20-yard line for another third and intermediate conversion. Southern Utah has converted six third downs in the second half after only two the entire first half. Preston Rex is in at safety, Greg, and he just is delayed getting to the outside. He sees it late, and he actually makes an athletic play to get out there and save the touchdown, but he's delayed back there. These young guys are going to make some mistakes. Six for eight on third downs in the second half are the T-Birds. They go to Pistol with Whistler at the 20, trailing Miller. Miller will boot it. Short boot to the right, and he throws back to Calderon. Makes the catch at the two-yard line. Calderon, the tight end, also got into for the score. If he keeps his feet, it's a touchdown. And this is primarily, and in fact almost entirely, backup defenders for BYU beyond the defensive line. And the Cougs have given up some chunks here. 5.41 to play, 41-10. The outcome not in jeopardy, but defense looking to stiffen here with Southern Utah down to the two-yard line of BYU ball near hash. And 235 passing yards for Justin Miller today. He's in the gun with Targi Lamson to his right. Motion man comes right to left. Lamson middle. Spins off a tackle. Gets into the end zone. Touchdown. Touchdown T-Birds for the second time today. Targi Lamson with another rushing score. He had one last week in Tempe. And it's 41-16 with the PAT pending people might cast this off but when you're a second stringer or a third stringer and you get that opportunity with seven or eight minutes left in the fourth quarter they're rare and when you get them your coach sends you out there he's like you better not let him score and you go out there with all this anxiety and then they score and you know you just are going to face a pretty tough film review it's going to be really hard criticism for the second group giving up that touchdown tyler graham on for the pat sends it up and didn't make it missed it 41 16 our score will stay with the wind that's going on today anything could happen down there with snaps or kicks 75 yard drive eight plays 424 off the clock and both teams have missed pats today so hands you'll remember in the uh in the pregame conversation we were having with with jason shepherd down at cougar canyon today i think jason it's Jason who asked a question that we'll answer after this timeout. We'll take a break first, then we'll hit on the other side. So 5.15 to go in the fourth. Southern Utah 41, tra- trailing BYU 41-16 to on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Football. 
on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. So Hans, was before the game, Jason was asking, what would you like, what would you consider like a, a good improvement for BYU on offense this, this week? And last week, they averaged three-point yards per play. Yeah. Remember what I was hoping for? Yeah. I was hoping eight. to double it. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's at exactly eight yards per play right now. So they've, they've been the more productive team to an extent you'd expect against an FCS opponent. And they'll get the ball back here momentarily. The question now becomes... Does BYU go to one of those instances where they give Jake Retzlaff some snaps in a game that they can still use as one of his four to keep his red shirt? Because Keaton Slovis has done the job today. BYU leading at 41-16 to as we get to 5.15 left here in the fourth. And BYU with its eight yards per play on offense will put the O back on the field seconds from now. The kickoff to Kingston. He'll take it out of the end zone one yard deep. He gets to the 15, the 20, the 25, 30. And team tackled there. But a nice return of 30 yards for Parker Kingston. And there's something down on the field, but I think it's a wrapper and not a flag. If I could, I would put Retzlaff in because you get into Big 12 schedule. Well, you got Arkansas, and then you get into Big 12 schedule, and you don't know how many games you're going to be able to find an opportunity in yep. that Big 12 schedule to put him out there. So if I could do it, I'd do it. And it's not going to be Retzlaff, but Cade Fennigan. So Slovis's day is done. They'll go to Fennigan in this instance. So Kate Fennigan checks in. New quarterback for BYU. Keaton Slovis's day ends at 22 for 32. Cade Fennigan, the Dallas, Texas native, the Boise State transfer, has quarterback keep to the right for a loss of six yards. Nothing doing on the outside. That's just Southern Utah paying attention and Mason Stromstad getting in there off the outside pressure and making a nice TFL. Bunch of backups in the game now. Enoch Nawahine at tailback. Talmadge Gunther and Hobbs Nyberg at receiver. Loss of five. They ultimately spotted him down it. Play clock's down to 15. Game clock to 435. BYU would like to get a couple of first downs and end the game with the football, but it will be in the hands of the backup quarterback, Cade Fennigan. Splitting out to the left, JoJo Phillips also in the game. I do like JoJo's potential. Option to the left. The pitch goes to Nawahine, and the Utah State transfer falls ahead for a yard. Third down and 14. So with Keaton Slovis, Cougs were 22 for 32 for 348. Four touchdowns and a pick. A pass efficiency rating even with the pick of 195.1. It's a nice day. That's the kind of day you want to see from Slovis. Now we're going to see the... Young Finnegan have an opportunity to throw this football on third and long. Cougs are three yards away, make it two away from 400 for the day. Like to get to that number. They were under 300 last week. I think 245 was the total yardage against Sam Houston. They're at 398 on a third down and 15 from the BYU 25, BYU 3 of 9. And the keeper by Finnegan for nothing, and BYU will be punting it away. After a quick three and out with the backup quarterback. So, not much happening there. And I think everyone on the field, with the exception of the center, was a backup on that play. I think every lineman but Miley was a reserve. And so, when it gets to a point like this, up 41-16, to 16 and you're punting it away, all you have to do is hope for another Marcus McKenzie moment here. <laughs> Let him make a big play. <laughs> 
He has been so much fun to watch over these two games. All right, he has split as the wide right, lone gunner to the right. Rico is ready to punt away on a fourth and 14 from the BYU 26. Punt is away. Marcus McKenzie is away. Fights off a blocker. The punt is bobbled and yet recovered by Bolingbroke. Marcus could not be involved there. It was not on his side of the field. And it's recovered at the 30-yard line, first and 10, Southern Utah. We have 244 to play. We're in the waning moments here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. The weather, which got pretty pretty squirrely there for a while, is uh, still unsettled, but we're not pouring rain or anything anymore, and the wind is whipping still pretty well. This day began with temperatures in the 80s and sunshine. Still stayed warm, even as the wind and the dust and the sporadic rain came in. All right, BYU defense back out on the field, looking to keep the T-Birds to 16. Jackson Berry is the third quarterback in for Southern Utah. Berry, jersey number two for the white-clad T-Birds. Takes a shotgun snap just below the helmet. And that handoff goes for no gain to Jordan Jefferson. So, backups aplenty. They get read the riot act because they give up a touchdown. and They come out a little bit more aggressive, pushing down on that edge, making sure that Run's not going to get on the outside. That was a really nice job by Bodie Scootover. Yep. Another backup in the game. McKenzie's playing corner now. Chaz Ayu back in as Caleb Christensen checks out. Isaac Rex's brother Preston stays in the game. Jaden Dunlap, Crew Wakely, another DB platoon situation. Helmet high snap, and Grady Robinson now at quarterback on a second and ten to stop for no gain running to the right by Chaz Ayu. It'll be third down and ten for SUU. Stats intern Talmadge Hilton noting, as I brought up the Keaton Slovis pass efficiency rating number, BYU sitting at 195.1 today. And under Kalani, when your quarterback or your passing game in general is at 150 or better, it's almost a guaranteed win. 30 and 3 when you're in the 150-plus range in pass efficiency, and that's where BYU is today. BYU's done most of it through the air. 348 passing, only 50 rushing. So the run game yet to get really going through a couple games. LJ Martin's had his moments. Third down, 10. Make it third and 11 now. Loss of one. And Jackson Berry back in at quarterback and timeout is called. With 115 to go. Third and final charge, timeout of the half. 30 seconds in later. So one minute, 15 seconds remain in the game that BYU will win. The only question now is the final margin. 41-16 is our current score. Post-game interviews and stats, highlights all coming up once we wrap up here as BYU will go to 2-0. As I noted earlier, this will be the fourth straight 2-0 start for BYU. And all the good football has been played here for years and years. They've never had a string of four straight years just being 2-0 to start a season. It speaks to a couple things. Uh, the front-loaded nature of a lot of the independent schedules meant you played really tough teams off the start. And back when Lavelle was coaching, even pre you know, P5 nomenclature, he would always play somebody good in the first couple weeks, and it was tough to win two straight every year, and it had never been done four straight years until this year. And there's actually a couple of two-game combos in that run that are impressive. P5 wins. Yes. Yeah. P5 combos off the start. The quarterback is Jackson Berry, and he'll throw incomplete down the far boundary, a miscommunication, a stop and go that turned into a stop by the wide receiver right and it'll be fourth down and 11 and the last snaps we will see today will be taken with a knee for BYU much better by the two deeps 
And, yeah, I still pay attention this late in the game when there's really nothing on the line because I think it means things down the line. And when you see a guy like Chaz Ayu make a big play on the outside, then it makes you think, all right, there's maybe some depth there. When you see a guy like Sione Moa out there that makes a couple of tackles, all right, there might be some depth there. So I want to see it all through the game, all through four quarters. I don't care how far this this separation is on this score. I want to see that effort. The punt by Vigil is short and rolls to the BYU 38 where it's down. BYU will take two snaps and call it good. 59 seconds to play. 41 to 16 will be our final score. And there's a lot of storylines that we got to get to in the post game. No doubt about it. That running game, we need to talk a little bit about that. There were a couple of protection things that I think could be better, but I thought for the most part Greg, this offense has really put together an impressive day today. Just big pass after big pass and big moment after big moment. Cade Finnegan in to wrap things up for BYU. Takes the knee. He'll do it one more time and we'll go final here at LaBelle Edwards Stadium. Coming up, Cougar postgame live. We'll get you our postgame honorees, our steel man of the game, our waystar star of the game. We'll have some trivia for famous creamery ice cream. We'll hear from Kalani and BYU players. Stick around with us for all of that. 37 seconds on the clock. Fennigan takes the snap, takes the knee, and that is your final score. BYU 41, Southern Utah 16. The Cougs go to 2-0. Postgame coverage begins after this on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. Let's head back to the Feast Box broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU 41, Southern Utah 16 is our final score. BYU scored in every quarter, allowed their first touchdowns defensively of the season. But Keaton Slovis got his first passing touchdowns. A couple of Cougars got their first BYU touchdowns. Hands a lot to like as the Cougars go to 2-0. Well, I thought that the offensive line really improved from last week to this week. I thought they picked up stunts better. Don't think that just because you didn't see as many pressures or as many sacks that SUU wasn't trying defensive line movement. They did. They tried their defensive line movement. They tried the stunts. They tried a couple of different pressures. And I thought for the most part, the pickups were better. I also thought that the run or the pass protection was better from the running backs. So LJ Martin, with a little bit of experience at the running back position, now having to pick up some of those pass protections, he's got to pick them up if he wants to stay on the field. And I think he did that pretty well tonight. All right, we'll have much more coming up from Lavelle Edwards Stadium with the player and coach interviews, stats, and highlights that is all still ahead as Cougar Postgame Live comes your way after this, and it is brought to you by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires, the team you trust. Big O Tires Cougar Postgame Live starts after this break. BYU goes to 2-0, defeats Southern Utah by a final score of 41-16. Coming up next, 10 straight P5 weeks starting next week at Arkansas. We're back to Provo in 60 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.